by not adoring the worthy people will not fall into dispute by not valuing the hard to get objects people will not become robbers by not seeing the desires of lust one's heart will not be confused therefore the governing of the saint is to empty one's mind substantiate one's virtue weakens one's worldly ambition and strengthen one's essence he lets the people to be innocent of worldly knowledge and desire and keeps the clever ones from making trouble with their wits acts naturally without desire then everything will be accomplished in its natural order dearest acharya ji pranam the first three lines in the above verse are a bit confusing can you please help me to understand them also how does a saint let people be innocent of worldly knowledge and desire and the clever ones from making trouble with their wits thank you for your guidance nimisha first three lines in the above verse are a bit confusing and how does the saint let okay first three lines first by not adoring the worthy people will not fall into dispute by not valuing the hard to get objects people will not become robbers by not seeing the desires of lust one's heart will not be confused action is being traced to the value behind the action how does one become a robber by valuing material objects how do people fall into disputes by adhering to ideologies and to role models how does the mind get confused by constantly looking at the various objects of lust and attraction that's what laozu is saying here namisha the central attraction appears harmless that's how the game begins when one is being attracted by ideologies or role models at that time they appear sublime and tasteful and one feels that there would only be benefits but what appears beneficial in the beginning leads to strife soon after how did 
the subscriber to an ideology feel when he came upon the ideology the first time he felt elevated how did the subscriber to the opposing ideology feel when he subscribed to it the first time he too felt elevated but very soon these two would clash lao tzu is talking against principles he is saying when you live on patterns and principles are patterns when you live on patterns strife is the inevitable result is sweet to begin with bitter in the end people have killed each other murdered each other since centuries in the name of faith denomination thought principles ideologies hmm? how does it relate to adoring the worthy when you adore one who is worthy you also adore his actions thoughts words hardly do you ever reach the center of his actions hardly do you ever reach his heart but you end up copying and emulating his actions you do not reach the source from where his words originate but you do mug up his words and you turn them into principles and when you are the principled one you are bound to clash with those who appear unprincipled similarly he says by not valuing the heart to get objects people will not become robbers the more you install the world as a value in people the more likely they are to get into social chaos even in society there is conflict and chaos because all are running after worldly goods one wondrous thing with the truth is that it cannot be reduced that it cannot get diminished you keep dividing it and distributing it it still remains whole and total but that is not the case with worldly objects everything in the world is limited so if the 
people are running after truth there is going to be no conflict everybody can have the truth you can have as much truth as you want to have and there would still remain an infinite supply of truth but if the people of the world are running after a cake or a piece of land then there is bound to be conflict because not everybody can have infinite land everything in the world is limited that's what laudu is saying the more you value the world the more anarchy there is in the society two men if they both are lovers of god can both have god but two men if they both are lovers of a woman probably they both can't have her that's the thing with wanting anything worldly it is always in short supply first of all it is in short supply secondly when you get it it is not what you wanted to get truth is immutable so if you get the truth it would remain the same after 30 years but the woman after 30 years that's too much to think of after 3 years even that is too long a period to sustain even after 3 months she does not remain what she appeared to be laudu is saying if you have to run after something you better run after that which is always there to be taken never deceives you and is not going to ever change is there any love affair in which both parties do not feel cheated they may still carry on in spite of being cheated that is all right but they all carry this sting this is not how it was supposed to pan out you know but now that the tv has been brought home after spending so much it cannot be smashed on the floor too much investment has gone into it so we'll carry on with it but surely this is not what we had signed up for there is no lover in the world who is not putting up a brave face and is smarting within oh no what is it that i have brought home with god that risk is not there there is no possibility of any complaints because nobody remains to complain 
God is the ultimate purchase. After that, there is nobody left to purchase anything. Poison on the menu. Order it and then you would never order anything else. And then by not seeing the desires of lust, one's heart will not be confused. When you know what it is that simply puts you off the right track, why do you get into it again and again? It's not that you do not know the beginnings of it. You know how it begins and still you let it begin. And then you complain, oh, such a such thing happened with me. This is what, would, what is called in Indian scriptures as Indriya Nigra. And sometimes as Dham. Do not let the eyes see what the eyes must not see. Do not let the ears hear what the ears must not hear. Do not let the mind think what the mind must not think of. Once you let it begin, then it is like that cereal cracker containing a thousand mini bombs. Hazar ki ladi. All that you do is you show a little bit of flame to the first baby cracker. And after that it is unstoppable. When you know what it is, why do you unnecessarily play with fire? Then she asks, how does a saint let people be innocent of worldly knowledge and desire? And how does the saint prevent the clever ones from making trouble with their wits? This is how. What did Lao Tzu do his entire life? He taught, he told, he exposed. That's what the saint does. And if he has a little more love, then he demonstrates. 
and if he has gone crazy in love, then he fights for the people. How does a saint let people be innocent of worldly knowledge? By showing them what worldly knowledge does to them. He becomes a mirror. He displays their life to them. How does the saint prevent the clever ones from making trouble with their wits in the same way? See what your cleverness is bringing to you. It's obvious. And no one knows that better than you because you are bearing the results. Please see whether you are really free, really blissful. Please see whether you really like the state you are in. These are the questions that he asks. He implores them to fight their real battles. Sometimes he assists them in fighting their battles. Sometimes he even fights their battles on their behalf. That's our mission.